Welcome to Artist to Artist with Jim Russell, and we have a really special uh, podcast today. We have my very good friend and what I consider to be my mentor, Colette Hardiman, who is going to be talking to us about her art and uh, what her motivations are, and uh, I surely expect this to be a very engaged podcast, and you shall see. So um, looking forward to it, and let's talk to Colette. All right. Well, uh, welcome, Colette. I'm glad you're on the podcast today. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, of course, now people don't know this, but this is our fourth time attempting this, and you're getting tired of talking to me, aren't you? You didn't have to tell them. You never let them know about the failed paintings on the art room floor. This... Ever, never, never been failure. <laughs> now this is this is not a this is not a painting though. This is this is a software <laughs> glitch. You know. <laughs> um, so, we can paint something. Yeah, but. So um, a lot of people uh, already know you in, in in Tallahassee, and you and you recently moved to Austin. And we were talking about how things are in Austin, and and, and so uh, kind of fill people in. I guess people in Tallahassee too are especially wondering how things are going out there. So so what's up? Everything is the exact same. I don't leave the house. Um, <laughs> I think the plus a year and a half ago to just go uh, social media and not define my gallery. And so, um, life for me is exactly the same, mm-hmm. um, especially because of COVID. You know, the liberties that we used to have of going out and eating and dancing and dining and all these things, they're not there right now. So, everything is uh, the same for me. Austin is quiet uh, right now. They're starting to wake up, but just in time to go back into quarantine, more than likely. So, you move from one, one isolation chamber to the next one, huh? Yeah, but I was born for this. I was born for these walls. <laughs> I stream all day, every day. I fade the days away. Um, and the people that are at home uh, join me, and, and we spend our days together. So I, I dare say I'm having more in-depth and meaningful relationships with my viewers than I was before. Um, we're all getting through hard times together. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the kids and I are bonding. Uh, but everything in Texas is the same as Florida right now. It's just less sweaty. I, I posted the other day, there's no boob sweat happening over here. <laughs> it's That's... hot, but there's no humidity like there is in Florida. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and the lack of boob sweat is something that we all appreciate, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, so... Um... So I introduced you uh, in, the, in, a, in an intro to this podcast as my uh, as my mentor, and a lot of people don't know this, but you're the one that actually developed my my business sense in, in art. Yeah. So so I call you you're you're my sensei. So and and I'm your only student, right? You are. You know, I have some protege. You know, that's the same thing, isn't it? You're the wordsmith. <laughs> uh, you're my friend. Uh-huh. And I'm glad that you clear up sensei because we have two totally different techniques to art. So I hope people weren't thinking I was teaching you how to push oil paint. Um, so it's a business mentorship. I like that. I like that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and definitely this the 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 input you've given me on that is has taken me to to a certainly a different level. That's for sure. So. Uh, maybe as maybe as we go through this too, but some people can pick up on some stuff when we're not when we're not swearing and everything. Because you know, because you know, brings me to my next point. I've monetized that angle, and I no longer offer those services for free. Please send five hundred dollars to Colette Paint at 
So, you know, one of the cool things that you that you that you do that's that's a lot different than what a lot of artists do is you are like the the queen of stream. You know, I mean, every single day you got you've got streaming going on. So, what is how has that been? I mean, tell me what what's it like to be on the other end of or or what's it like being a streamer? So has the are, is the gallery still something that's a possibility for you, or is or is the streaming now the are you one hundred percent in the streaming now? Well, I'm one hundred percent in the streaming. That being said, every I, I the, the ego in me wants a gallery. I would love to have a Whitney like they do in uh, New York or the Guggenheim, and I'd like to have it called Colette. I, I mean, I would love to see my name up in life. But going back to how we began, is that a smart business decision? I don't know. Um, you know, Austin, one of the reasons I, I appreciated Austin is they had 40,000 feet on the street in one month for tourism down Congress Avenue and 6th Street. So they had a lot of uh, tourists walking in the, the art shops. So if the, the numbers are there and they can warrant and justify me having a brick and mortar, yes, I'll do it. Um, but I have to, I have to, you know, hit the books and see how it looks on paper. If it's a good business decision, I don't see myself hanging out in a gallery, so it would be manned by somebody else. And then at that point, does it take the pleasure away from people coming in? Do they want to see me? I don't know. Uh, but right now with COVID, I'm a hundred percent into streaming. Yeah. Okay. So hypothetically, like you know, COVID goes away. 
And it looks like the numbers look good. Can I put my stuff in your gallery? I mean, there's a basement area in my mind or an attic area. We could fit you in somewhere, but you're going to have to work it off. I mean, I don't know what that means. Take tickets at the front, be armed security. I don't know. We'll work something out. Push them off. <laughs> See, I knew you'd be mean to me if I asked. I knew you'd be mean to me. I don't have a sweet bone in my body. No, no. You haven't cussed once yet, though. So, so far, like... There's still fucking time. Ah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) See, because because this whole whole software, it has, like, like settings I can do for it when I post it. So, it it has one setting that's, that's called clean and one... That says explicit, so you just flip the switch on explicit, hun. So. <laughs> oh, I thought you were getting ready to tell me that it scrubbed our conversation and like bleeped out the cuss words. And I thought I had this great moment of epiphany where I was like, "That's why Google was dropping our calls our cur- because earlier because I was cussing." It has a filter built into it, so it was recognizing profanity. Probably that's probably what it is. It probably you know this this the, we'll probably record this whole thing and it'll and it'll it'll be you know all edited and redacted and everything. Redacted. Yeah, it'll be me. It'll, it'll, <laughs> to it, me, is a funny word. Redact. I mean, but then you got to go back and look at just dact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who dacted to begin with? And now you're gonna redact it. I know. So <laughs> if I if I'm right now, how many people are like looking this up right now? But um, it's like yeah. So so if I just write a letter, I'm dacting, huh? Let me dact you the letter. <laughs> is that true? Are you being genuine right now? What? Dacting? You write a letter, it's dacting? I don't know. I'm going to look it up later. You can Google that stuff, you know? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Back to art. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so when are you going to come do another mural here in Tallahassee? Is that secret or what? That's can you tell a good us? question. No. So, right now, there's a Kickstarter campaign going for an RBG and a Rosa Parks mural. Um Florida, it's FFPAC. Um, they're they're doing a Kickstarter right now to get a Rosa Parks. It's on uh, Martin Luther King, a Rosa Parks and an RBG mural. But they're also trying to fund an RBG mural at sale, and it's set to end on November the first. I think the Kickstarter is. So there's a good chance I'm coming back mid November. Um, if not, I'll be back in early December for um, Christmas with my mama. And you and you and you gotta and you gotta and you gotta sign this painting I bought from you too. So yeah, 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 gecko. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, have so they've already selected you. To, is is it is it where they've already selected you to do the the mural or is it what? How's that working? Yeah, it's a done deal. Florida People's Advocacy Center on Martin Luther King. They, I mean, I, I the bid's been put in. I was selected. I mean, it was kind of an obvious choice. There's two women. They needed to be painted by a well woman. Um. RBG for everything she's done for women's rights. Like it, it, she needed to be painted by a woman artist, mm-hmm. um, so they did ask me to come back. Um, so three murals in two weeks is the plan in mid-November. Wow! Uh, uh, with funding, it's supposed to drop in Tallahassee Democrat and WCTV this week, I believe, um, and that should help them find the funding for it. Okay, and so where do people go for that Kickstarter again? What's it under? Oh, it's. Florida People's Advocacy Center, so FPAC, um, okay. and I'm not sure, I could tell you, it's just a moment, actually. 
I can find this very quickly. Okay, and I, I can post it on the podcast. I'm po- I can, like and, a motherfucker. I can post it in the notes of the podcast, too, so that's no All big right, deal. All right, so kickstarter.com, Rosa Parks, and RBG murals. Okay. I'm going to send you the link right now. Send messenger. Um, and so there, the total amount after funding for Kickstarter, and there's incentives, too. Let me add that. You can get all kinds of juicy stuff by donating to this. You get T-shirts, signed prints, um, signed by me, um, of the mural. There's, there's so many cool things that are happening. There's, um, you can get your business logo on the back of the T-shirts. They're making T-shirts with the mural on it. Uh, all of these things are gifts for the donors, but they're trying to get to 12000 and some change, I believe, because of fees and incentives. But that pays for three murals, so. I just sent you the link if you want to post it inside the, the podcast when it goes live. Yep, you just popped up on my phone. There you are. So I got it. Now, are you doing Are you doing all three or, or are you doing the, the of one? Of course. Holy mackerel. Jeez. And, and, and how long? You, and, you know my OCD when they were like, well, we can have another artist. I'm like, no, you cannot have the left wall done by one person and right by another because, and I wouldn't care if I did both or if somebody else did both. It's just my OCD. I, they have to be symmetric and balanced, and I feel like the same hands, whosever hands they are, need to do those type of things. It's something that bothers me when I see a bunch of different art next to each other. It doesn't tell a, st- a story very well, say. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I told them I'd be willing, and it's just easier also for the heavy equipment that's needed to reach the, the lifts that are needed to go up high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're going to do a week rental, you might, and I only need it for three days for one, we might as well do both sides. So you, you've like reached a whole new level of art or, or one has reached a whole new level of art when part of a painting has the words heavy equipment in there. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I'm not going to mess around with no heavy equipment. I'll kill myself. I don't myself. think the size of the art is determined by the size of the brush. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, it's ironic that you mentioned that. So murals happens because... I needed to know that I could. I did mural in high school. I did a couple of murals in high school. I did my daughter's room a few times when she was a baby. She's now 14. And then I went dormant for, you know, 12 years. So I, um, murals in my life, I was asked to do one. And I was like, I, I need to know that I still can. It wasn't ever a career choice. It wasn't ever a business model or by design. It was very happen chance. Uh, somebody asked, and I was like, you know what? I need to know if I still got it in me. And I'll be damned. I still had it in me. Um, and each one grew in size. And then, mm, you know, murals are not like going to the store and buying a canvas. You know, the canvas is always changing. Sometimes it's brick. Sometimes it's metal. And so shit just keep kept coming up. And um, I got sick of that. <laughs> so I, I moved away from it. I'd come home, and my whole body hurt. Uh-huh. so badly um, and then I realized that that business model that I got into where it was all murals all the time was going to murder my joints and my my livelihood could be lost if I kept that pace so I kind of pulled back from murals and I cherry pick them now they need to be meaningful powerful, beautiful thought provoking um, pieces and not just slapstick art Um and so I've got a little bit more conservative on my jobs, my mural, my mural jobs for that reason, just to have a lot career. I, and I came home and my body was hurting. Mm-hmm. hurting. 
Yeah, and that's a uh, and it's you know I if you know I wouldn't even really consider doing murals one because I'm not into them to make them. But the thing is too is I'm 50 also, and it's like yeah. and so the longevity for that kind of career. I've got I've got another friend who does uh, scenic painting for uh, like Universal Studios and that sort of thing, and she's working with a bunch of young people, and she it's rough. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's just rough on the body. It's a it's a it's a physical thing. So. It is in order it, for a business sense. It is if you're trying to keep a certain dollar per hour pay rate. Now, listen, if I didn't give a shit how much I was making an hour and I could go out there and spend a year on a mural and go wax a days of cool with it, that'd be one thing. It'd be all right. I'll coast on in there in second gear. Mm-hmm. That's not how my brain is wired, though. If I know that I'm going to the wall and I'm going to be going in second gear at a very low return, I'd rather stay at home and make a high yield. It just uh, So, yeah, that goes back to the business and the paper on all of it. You know, you, as an artist, we can, we can, I don't want to say sell out, but we can sell ourselves short and choose to have really low earnings and really low returns on our efforts. Or we can be more conservative because we are operating a business. We're not just slapping paint here and there and, and living in the moment, free-spirited, boho. You know, this is real-life business and numbers, and we control that. So I think you made a wise decision. And I'm in that same boat, too. If it makes financial sense, I'll do a mural. But, yeah, I'm in, I'm in this for the long haul. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's, that's one thing where I think a lot of artists – um, is they're very much in the creativity, but the business side kind of falls away, you know, and, and, and it's especially right, you know, and not, and not setting up or being prepared for the business side of it or being robust in that. If you're depending on it at any level in an economic situation, like we have today, it can, it can pretty much wipe you out, you know? Um, and that's it in a nutshell. And I think, you know, the most, the, the young artists, even the older, more experienced artists, but the artists that I speak to, when they ask me, we, we never talk art questions. Like, it doesn't come up. I don't want you to ask me how to paint a fucking tree. I want you to paint your tree the way you paint your tree. That's what makes your art yours. Mm-hmm. They ask me business questions, and um, they have, like, an aha moment. They're like, really? You can monetize that? Yes, yes, you can, and here's how, you know? I think that there was, um, at least when I came on the scene, and it's probably been happening for many years, and it'll continue to happen, uh, there's a disregard for artists um, in that they think that we'll do it for exposure. Um, they think that we can do it for pennies on the dollar um, and that they think that they can offer, we can be offered something and take it. And so when I tell an artist that they, how to, how to price, for instance, price. So I price my paintings by the hour. I have a dollar per hour rate. And if it takes me two hours, you pay a two hour fee and that's it. And then once I tell them that, they're like, really? Like, yeah, that's, it's that simple. That's how you price your artwork, and you'll sell your artwork. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so teaching the business model to artists has kind of been my best. You you, you actually are kind of one of the, the, the first success stories, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Because now when I see you applying it, it's like, damn. He's doing it. That's so cool. <laughs> he has another one, man. She's hitting, she's hitting on fire right now. Yeah. Um, Yep. It, it makes art fun. It makes it our livelihood. It, it buys our kids shoes. It puts dinner on the table. And it doesn't feel 
like we're just doing it for hopes that it sells in a festival that happens twice a year. You know, there's a certain amount of when we charge a fair price for our art and actually apply a business to it, it gives us a certain amount of pride in what we're doing. All of a sudden, we're proud, and that's just such a really cool feeling for an artist to have. Yeah, I don't know. Well, totally, because it's like you know, you 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 know, my story is I you know I'm technically I'm retired as far as the state's concerned, and you know, and then I'm like, oh, I'll do you know, I'll do art and I'll sell it and it'll it'll supplement my retirement. But actually, my mindset at this point is I don't consider myself retired anymore. I consider myself in a new career. There you go. You know, and it is it is you know it's funny because just because of my personality, I don't do anything halfway. It's always like a hundred percent full on full throttle. Um, yes. it's becoming more and more full time, you know, that I'm, I'm going to the studio a lot and, and it, and I consider it work, but I tell you this, it's, it's like the best work ever. I look forward to going That's there, it. you know, I had another artist tell me that I'll never work another day in my life. And I'm like, the fuck I won't, I will work every day from sun up till sundown. The difference now is I will fucking enjoy it. Yeah. You know, this is my grandfather used to say, find something you enjoy to do, and then find a way to get paid to do it. And I'll be damned, that's what I've done. And it's that's the quality of life, the meaning of life. That's the spirit of us. That you can, I mean, it's almost like you can smell the happiness when we're talking. It's just, I see sound now. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but that only came because I, I applied simple commerce, capitalism, economics to my business model. Fair price for a good a product. Um, and great customer satisfaction and customer experience and then it all works out so I came from uh, banking and then I, I ran Macy's for a while so I have some retail experience so I just applied a lot of the banking and retail to art and it's great that's <laughs> good so um, let me switch gears just a little bit okay you ready sure why, why are you thinking about coloring your hair again I'm not, man. That was a challenge. I never go blonde. Listen, I was married for 12 years, and I dyed it platinum blonde so that I could walk into the fucking divorce court and just stun. That was the reason I was blonde. I, <laughs> that was a divorce blonde. Uh, I don't want to go blonde. I like black now. If I was to change my color, I want to do, like, Kathy Ireland ginger. Like a really dark, rich red. Not even red, orange, because I have green eyes. I just want to go Irish for a year. So, see how that works. Maybe put her in a kilt. Is that Scottish or Irish? That could be either. All right. Well, yeah, me and red hair and Kurt in a kilt. That's, that's what the game plan is for 2021. <laughs> it can't get much weirder than COVID and like five hurricanes and so, burning fires on the West Coast. Well, so, you, so, and, 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 what, what people don't know is is you had posted on social media, you know, a couple side by side photos whether you should be blonde or keep the dark hair, and I suggested you dye your hair pink, hot pink, as a matter of fact. So that wasn't even on the table. You didn't even consider that for a second, did you? No, that's that's too girly for me. Yeah, see, you know, like you know, you you, you talk me up as an artist and everything, and then I give you my artistic input and you blow me off. Yeah, but that's like trying to sell a Maserati to somebody that's a Lambo customer. You know I'm not a feminine creature, so to put me in hot pink hair was counterintuitive on your part. Okay, so the so the reverse mohawk, the plaid reverse mohawk was out too, though. That's not very feminine. 
I, d- I didn't get the plaid part. I remember saying mohawk for charity, but in reality, I really, really don't want to cut my hair. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I, I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to think of some kind of challenge that'll make you do it. So, Curdle. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're going to get me to cut? Just because you're bald, you want me to go bald? Why? I didn't mention bald. You thinking about being bald? You just said mohawk. I mean, that's 80% bald. No, well, yeah, but it's not bald. You know? I mean, if you. I don't. It sounds like you're trying to gradually get me to do some Britney Spears 2008 or like Sinead O'Connor shit. Well, you know, bald is very European, so I, I think I think it'd be very chic, and it would be very artsy, and I think you get. I think if you actually did it on your streaming, I think you'd get a lot of viewers. Jesus Christ! What are those people that does weird things for content? <laughs> do it for the lights. <laughs> Yeah. I, oh my god. Oh, we're talking now, aren't we? Somebody's going to end up bearing me, and this shit will come into fruition. Let's just abandon this whole oh, altogether. Nobody listens to this podcast. Don't worry. They're about to. You're going to throw the lid off of this. You're going to move out here. You're going to sign with. Who's that Joe Rogan just signed with? Apple Podcasts or some shit? And move out here to Travis Lake? Well, Did you see all of California is moving to Austin? Well, Austin's weird, so that makes sense, right? Uh, now, all the celebrities are moving here. It's the greatest thing ever. Well, just tell, you know, you, you'll get people excited to say Jim might be coming or something, and, and then, you know, it'll really start, people will really start pouring in then. What? Is my head getting too big again? No, I love it. <laughs> so, I think if I was going to move a podcast, like do serious podcasting, you know, I'd have to get a lot more advanced than calling you on my on my wife's phone and recording with my phone next to it. <laughs> You're hilarious. I mean, this is like, this is pathetic, but... <laughs> but you know what? We can be like the two stooges, and we can we can have like a touch base every month or every six weeks or something. You can have me on, is it repetitiously? Repeatedly? Repeatedly? As a returning, we'll as, as a returning guest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you'd, redact repetitiously for me, okay? You'd be like you like Tom Hanks or Steve Martin on SNL. You know? Jim Carrey. Yeah, perfect. So, alright, well you still got five minutes so that you can't wrap this up yet. I have a question for you. Um, so, what's the, is there any, like, what's the next... What's the next big Colette thing? I mean, what is the what's what's do you have like something like cooking in the background that's like you know? Shit. Do you? You know, my mom used to tell me I was a rat on acid because I was all over the place, and then I went to Narcotics Anonymous, and they're like, "You're like a pea on a plate." Thanks. <laughs> 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 if you could imagine a pea rolling all around a plate. Uh, um, you, know, you know what I actually I thought about like urine on a plate, but go ahead. <laughs> You said pee on a plate, and, and I just I thought like how what, and then you said pee like, and I'm like okay, I understand now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can totally see where you went with that. Yeah, yeah, no, okay, you're creepy. I think um, it, I think of things differently. Vegetable pee. Let's just go back to the rat on acid. Okay, rat on acid. Um, I'm there. Okay, good. I have like a thousand things going on. Um, fuck. You know the mural in Tallahassee. Um, I am making a push to go onto Amazon as a fine art re- dealer, 
retailer, Ooh. supplier. I don't know what the, the word is for it, but I'm going to sell my shit on Amazon. Uh-huh. One of a kind. I don't do prints. I will never do prints. I will never fucking sell out. And I don't speak in absolute. So the fact that I just did means I'm adamant that that will never happen. However, I will be selling originals on Amazon. Uh, and then I, I hope to write my memoir. I mean, one of the reasons I came out here to was to get some quiet time to hiatus and write my memoir. And I, I've only got like two pages done, but I've been here for like eight weeks, so I feel like I'm slacking. How many pages have you done? Two. And I wrote it in really big font, so technically it's only like two sentences. Have you talked about me yet? Not, no. Oh, Oh, I, and, and that's the whole thing is, you know, when you start to uncover trauma, okay, let's just start with there. You start to wonder, like, does the audience want to hear that? Do they want to know why I am so fucking happy? You know, do they want to know why I'm, I act like I'm 12, you know? (laughs) I don't know. And so you, um, it's one of those things that I started at the very beginning. I need to check my ego. Um, at the door and get out of what people are going to think and just start writing. So to answer your question, a couple of murals in Tallahassee and a book. Boom. And Amazon. That's awesome. What's, that's, what's, that's what the Brad on Acid is doing this year. I love it. And to answer your question, will people want to read about trauma and read about somebody's experience? The answer is unequivocally yes. Absolutely. So you should absolutely do it because there's people that are experiencing things that don't know how to get out of what they're in. And I think using... What you've done as a template is if, you know, they don't have to be artists, but it can show them that they can come out of it and be successful and be self-actualizing. So um, absolutely, you should do it. I'll always, 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 all joking aside, um, I will always push you to to go to the next level because I'm I'm 100% confident that you can and will. I appreciate that. I love you. I love your wife. I love your son. I love how we met. I love where we're going career-wise and we're doing it as friends. Um, and I have nothing but respect for you and what you're doing. I need you in my corner pushing me to that uncomfortable spot. Um, and I don't know that I thank you enough for your role because in a lot of ways you have become my sensei. Um, and so, what, yeah, 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 feel good, blah, blah, blah. That's <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I... I... So, my Oh, Bring it on home and start cussing and talking about pussy, please. Yeah, see, no, but <sighs> I, I'm the expert. I can, I, I'm, like, who's a Barbara? I love how I just said, bring it on home, start cussing and talking about pussy, and your comeback is, yeah, but I'm the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, am I the expert? Okay, anyways. Scotty, but... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You're awesome, bro. That's great. Oh, my, I am. But, uh, <laughs> but listen, listen. <laughs> We're at about 30 minutes in. How do pe- I want people to know where to find you online and find all your streaming. And so where do people go to find you basically every day with you painting? Where do they go? Tell them. That's MrsMilfToYou.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's also my next t-shirt. Um, so, no, I tell everybody if they're trying to find me, if you just spell my first name correctly anywhere, you'll find me. So Colette in Facebook, Google, Instagram, Twitter, I think the shit, if you spell it correctly, we're in like Ben. And it's K-O-L-L-E-T. K-O-L-L-E-T, Colette. And not Colette, because I, I used to pronounce your name wrong no. all the time. And that's it. You people call me Colette, uh, I know instantly that they don't know me personally or that we've never met. It is Co. Um, uh, people who know me really well will call me Co. 
Um, and so it's co I don't call you. Co- I don't really call you Co, though, and I know you as well as anybody. So I'm changing the paradigm. Everyone has to call you, you Co. You have now. done it. You made a switch two months ago on social media saying Co. I actually saw it. Yeah, like one time, you know, and no, I was no, like, you this is. <laughs> oh, you're keep... I'm an addict, Jim. I count. My you're keeping pills. track of. I've okay. Oh, I'm your pill. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I'm not. By the way, I need to clarify. I am a recovering addict. On October 22nd, I celebrate six years. Awesome. That's I know. I celebrate with six figures now. It's beautiful. That's Connie's birthday. So I know. I'll remember that 100% all the time now. Yeah, I remember her birthday every year because I go on there to celebrate my fucking recovery. And she's like, it's my birthday. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'll send you something nice. I, um, I need to send, I'll send her a fruit basket. We could trade. A fruit basket? Does she eat fruit? Yeah. I once had a house guest and I got fruit and she's like, I don't eat fruit. And I'm like, what? Who made you? <laughs> You're not human. <laughs> no, like, are you getting enough vitamins and nutrients? Start feeding them centrum. <laughs> All right. Love you. I am going to paint Eddie Van Halen um, on number four for the day. I'm on a tribute day. So thank you for your time. Oh, and so I you, enjoy the interview. And so, you know, you know, the intro music for our, um, for our podcast is Jump by Van Halen. Shut up. You should do Hot for Teacher Interruption. Uh, I thought about it, but no. <laughs> I'm glad that you have conviction. Yes, yes. Well, this was a pleasure. Right here. Thank you. This was fine. We should do it again in six weeks. Thanks for being on, Colette. I really appreciate it, and you will be a regular for sure. I'll see you on Facebook. All right. Talk to you later. All right, love. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Colette Hardiman. It was great having her uh, on the podcast today, and it was great having you here with us listening in. Um, If you uh, want to contact me, you can reach out to me at jimrussellart at gmail.com or go to my website, jimrussellart.com. Reach out, let me know what you think. And uh, if you know anyone who uh, needs to be on this podcast as as an artist, send them my way. Talk to you later, and thanks again for listening.